What is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Philosophy. This is episode number five, number five, my lord, number five. And last week we had the one, the only Calvin Irvin. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you guys liked him so much, we brought him back. Everybody, give it up for Calvin. Yo, we back, baby. Oh yeah, two weeks in a row. First guest, two times in a row. Take that, Mitch and Sean <laughs> and Stephen Wagamont. Oh yeah, that's a uh, yeah, two times in a row, man. That's that. You, you must feel honored to be here. It is here. a pretty cool feeling. Right. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's the first two-timer on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll make it number three. Have you uh, have you uh, uh, jump in on Anna and Wallace's podcast? Yes. I'll, yeah. I won't even tell them you're going to be here. Yeah. I'll just be sitting over there or have them sitting wherever and you'll just walk in and be like, oh, I'm Calvin. We'll just have you join in. Yeah. You know? The main reason we brought me back this week is because we spent a whole lot of time <laughs> last week talking about absolute nothing. <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. both sat there after the podcast and was like, man. We didn't get into anything spiritual. We talked about nothing the whole time. Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, like I said, the podcast talks about anything and everything, but, you know, always try to tie back to something, you know, kind of, you know, it doesn't have to be philosophical or anything, you know, just kind of tie back to, you know, who we are and what we do and yeah. why we do what we do, you know. And you were talking, you know, we're talking this week about just like, you know, um, kind of, you know, being a man in 2023, <laughs> you know, which yeah. is <laughs> in a world when, People are questioning what is a man, you know, um, which, you know, is hard to, you know, whatever. It's yeah. not hard to define. It's very easy to find, you know, the difference between man and woman. But, you know, being a, a godly man, a Christian man in, you know, the workplace and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, for I think for you and I, it's different in aspect, you yeah, know, because, you know, working for me, working at church, I work around everyone Christian all the time. You know, I never have to feel opposed or anything of that such, you know, but for you, like you're in a secular workplace, you know, yeah. seven to, you know, like I said, last week, seven to five, you know, that's your typical work, you know, aspect. So like, so what is like, I'm assuming it's like, it's, is, is, is I'm assuming there's struggle there to kind of hold firm, you yeah. know? Yes, there is a lot of that. But for me, a good thing is I work a blue collar job, but for the, at my job, I got like four or five guys there that are like Christian dudes. Mm -hmm. So that is very nice because it's like we can kind of talk about whatever. That's cool. So that, that's nice to have that, you know. I know there's a lot of people that, you know, don't have that, you know. And yeah. like it's kind of funny. The only, I think the only time I've ever not worked at it was funny. It's like it's even you think it'd be a Christian job, but it was not really a Christian environment. It was working at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You know. Because, like, when you work in the front, you have to say my pleasure and all this other stuff. And it's kind of, you know, people are like, oh, they, you know, people really enjoy that. Mm, you're paid to say my pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, part um, of the job. And so, like, they're, you know, and you could be having a horrible day, but you still got to put a smile on your face, you know. And so that's partially why people be in the kitchen because I just, I was very sarcastic. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, you're not a front counter person. Yeah. But working in the back, you know, you know, working day shift, and I work the same thing over and over and over. Every morning I get there at 4 o'clock in the morning, do truck. Mm-hmm. Unload truck. Then I would. Then I move to uh, prep. You know, you're doing prep in the morning, getting everything ready to go, and then you're just, and then you're, you know, then you do morning shift. And I was on, you know, the little chicken minis and hash browns and all these things. You know, the Lord's chicken. Oh yeah, the Lord's chicken. You know, and so uh, you know, you're doing that. Then I would do either dish or trash, or sometimes both. Yeah. You know, and then like I just was running ragged, and so then it was like a, you know, as I was when I shifted to night shift, you know, night crew. You know, we would we were allowed to, our like radio had died in the office or like in the kitchen, and mm -hmm. so you were allowed to bring a Bluetooth Bluetooth speaker in, but you had to 
keep it clean. Didn't, yeah. didn't care what you played, just keep it down, keep it clean. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so it was my turn to bring it in. And so, like, I had been working on trying to find some, you know, middle-of-the-road music, you know, some, like, that was, it was all Christian, but, like, you know, but wasn't, like, you know, sounds horrible, but wasn't, like, you know, praise the Lord, you know, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, like. Yeah. And so, because there's a lot of Christian music out there that doesn't say, like, clearly, yeah. you know, you know it's Christian, you know who it's, or ours is by, but if you listen to it, you'd be like, eh, you know. And so I kind of made a playlist like that. You know, and so, anyways, but then when the owner walked in at the time, he walked in, he goes, you know, just make sure it's that Christian, clean music. You know, I said, yes, sir. I, you know, I was raised to respect your supervisors, respect your elders. So he yeah. said, play Christian, clean music. Flipped over to my fire playlist and played nothing but Christian music. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, anyways, and I got start people start calling me holier than thou, you yeah. know, and all this other stuff. And I was, I got tired of it, dude. And so I just started, I conformed, you know. Kind of fell in, you know, with the crew, started playing hard, not not hardcore secular music, just, you know, secular music and just yeah. kind of slipped up and, you know, you know, didn't, wasn't, <laughs> never got into, you know, drinking and, you know, drugs and all this stuff. Like, you know, all, all the other guys, they go, go up to the bar and go to get drunk. And I never did that because yeah. I never cared for that, you know, but living that lifestyle outside, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one thing we talked about was, you know, it's one thing I talked to my youth about at, you know, you were, you have helped out at downtown youth, village park youth, you know, yeah. you've led guys. I've done the same thing. I helped out with our South campus youth, helped out with downtown youth. And one thing I'm constantly telling our youth is, you know, especially being a part of like leadership team when they're in the tech in there and worship, leading worship, things like that. You need to have that authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. And so, because you come into church on Sunday or on Wednesday night, I'm like, you're you're bringing your friends, right? And then you know they see you up there and you're leading worship and saying, "Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour, I need you." You know, I you know, and you're singing all these awesome songs. You get your hands up in worship, and then on I sit down on Thursday, you know, some kid takes you off and you turn around and cuss them out. Mm-hmm. You know, I said the same kid that you just invited to church sees that too. You know, things like, well, if if that's okay, then this is okay, yep. you know, and so, and then that, you know, we've never had that happen where, you know, kids cuss in church, because I think that's, you know, that that's the pretty event. self-explanatory, <laughs> pretty self-explanatory there, you know, but I think there's just that mentality of like, you know, you got to watch, because there, there's people that are always watching, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I said, it's, you know, not to be creepy, but people always watch, yeah. you know, and so I'm like, I said that, you know, I said that kind of shows true to, you know, I was, uh, this is nine months ago now, I was went to one of the village's squares, you know, out like Lake Sumter. Yeah. Fun little, there's a guy named DJ Scooter. Really, He's actually really, really good at what he does, and he's, he, he's fun. He's I, I've met him. He's really good. So I took my uh, girlfriend out there, and we're, we went out, we're, you know, doing line dance songs. He's having a good time. I mean, like, mm. everybody's out in the front, in, like, in the stage area, and we're, we're the behind, but, yeah. you know. So, because there's two sides to the square, you know, it's in the middle and you have two, two little dance floors. So, we're on the non-populator side, and, you know, having fun. I mean, not dancing inappropriately, not yeah. doing anything. We're just having a good time. And so, I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, it's the villages. I'm going to run into somebody I know, you know, because I work for the church. I'm going to mm-hmm. see someone. Didn't see anybody. I'm like, oh, that's whatever. You know, is what it is. You know, it happens. Yeah. And so, that's next Sunday. I had a lady walk up. She goes, hello. I'm like, hey. I can't remember her name at the time, but she goes, you know. And she goes, I saw you on Friday. She's like, who was you with? I'm like, Friday, Friday, Friday. What was Friday? And she goes, at the village is square. I'm like, oh, so with my girlfriend. She goes, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, well, why didn't you come over and say hi? She goes, oh, I didn't want to interrupt. But she's like, I, I, I like hung out at the square. And I watched, kind of watched how you hung out with her for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Which first, at first thing, I'm like, that's total stalker vibes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> little total stalker vibes there, you know. It's just like, you know. 
And so I'm just like, um, yeah, that's that's a great thing to say. Hey, what was you doing Friday? <laughs> yeah, right. I was sitting like, there watching you. Yeah, I'm just like, um, but that, but that, you know, that brings it back to the you're always watching. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, and when you you have a very, like for you, you have a very recognizable Jeep. Yeah, you know, and so like you don't do this, but like it'd be like, you know, you're on leading small groups with guys on Wednesday nights and then you're going to late night and you're being, you know, you're leading, helping you help a leader in that group. You're mm-hmm. on church Sunday morning, you're singing, you're doing all these things. And, you know, Friday night I go past the ABC liquor store. And I see Jeep, you know, Kevin's Jeep out there. Like, you're like, you know what? Right. And so, you know, it's, I think it's just having that mentality of just like people are always watching, yeah. you know, even if they don't know you, you don't know them. They don't know you. You go to, you know, for me, I go to a church of 2,000 plus people on a Sunday morning. I'm at all three campuses. Yeah. Seven services or whatever, five, six, seven services. You know, there's going to be a chance I'm going to see someone. You oh, know, yeah. I went to the DMV once and the guy's like, hey, yeah, he, because I was wearing a First Baptist shirt and he goes, do you go to First Baptist? I'm like, yeah, I work there. He goes, dude, I go there every Sunday. Random person at the DMV. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, those, so I'm like, there's just all these things. And so, I think that, you know, we talked about, like, you know, what I had to talk about in this book is, like, being, like, a godly influence mm-hmm. to the people around you and, and living that same lifestyle in and out of, you know, church. And and it's difficult sometimes, you know. I think there's, it's you know. Extremely difficult. Yeah, you know, I think there's there's that natural tendency as guys. We want to be, you know, like, don't, you know, don't be tough. Don't share emotions. Don't share feelings. But yep. then we have, like, you know. But then also there has to be, you know open communication and, you know, share, be willing to share feelings and have that, that same aspect, you know, to it as well, you know? And so, so like, so for you, so you, like you said, you have guys in your office, in your work office, work environment that, you know, so, but for like the other guys though, they're not, they're not Christians. How, like, you know, how do you, how do you do around them when they're, you know, do they ask you questions? Do they, do you guys, do you just kind of keep your distance? You know, what does that look like? Uh, when you work, how much we work, you right. get pretty close with everyone, mm-hmm. but everyone's pretty open to it. I got a couple people at work that are just like, don't talk to me about that. I don't want to talk about that. And it's like, you right. don't talk about it around them. You kind of respect that and be like, all right, you know, right. that's cool. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you do that. Yeah. But especially when you work them so much, right. you can't really like, Get Can, them all mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we they'll ask questions and stuff, and we'll mm-hmm. sit around and have good conversations about it, but it's nothing like they're bashing. It's like, yeah, that's cool. That's your belief. That's mm-hmm. cool. I'll respect it, but I don't got to believe it. That's kind of how it is around our workplace. Yeah. I um, I think for me, the one place where I'm right now, I'm experiencing similar aspects is in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm down at Valencia every Wednesday. Which let's talk about that for a second. That's a that's a fun Wednesday because Wednesdays are always cranking busy and you yeah. know all this other stuff. And so like I get here and I work till about eleven thirty and then I turn around and drive all the way to Orlando mm-hmm. and I take a three hour class and then I turn around and drive all the way back. So I'm gone for like five and a half hours on a Wednesday. I'm getting back right at like four thirty. So I just turn around and get ready for youth and turn around and do all these things and so. Yeah. But well, that's it's crazy in general. But when I get to class, you know, we're in a live sound recording. You know, looks um, called location sound. Mm-hmm. The whole point is just learning to record on location, you know, with wind and, you know, you, you're dealing with all this stuff. But um, I partner up with, it was, it was easy because it was like, you know, people are like, oh, I want to partner with you across the room. I'm like, I looked over and he's just right next to me and we're both kind of lazy that way. We're like, ah, you're dead. that works. Yeah, you, you I'll pick you. Yeah. And so we, um, anyway, so him and I started having a conversation and we get out there and it's an interview kind of process. 
And so he was like, and, and so I'm currently w- wondering how I can like kind of witness to him a little bit, you know? And so, cause he's like, well, there's nothing after this life. So just kind of live, live for the day, you know, hope, be, hope you best for tomorrow kind of a mentality is how he lives. And I've said, I work for the church and, you know, this is, you know, I have like those things. And so just trying to figure out how I could potentially share with him, you know, like give him little nuggets of truth here and there. And like, he hasn't started asking questions and, you know, I don't want to get too dive deep into, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like, part of me was wants to be like, <laughs> on today's interview, what is your opinion of the Lord? You know, <laughs> what's your thoughts on the afterlife? Exactly. And so, cause we were sitting there, we were joking about just asking questions like that. And he, and he looks at me and goes, and so he's like, he's like, as we were joking about like, you know, political questions, he's like, I don't like to talk about anything political. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's just a good, well, well-trained thought. You don't really want to, you know. Yeah. If you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm pretty sure you and I have this kind of same political views, you know, but yeah. we're not going to talk about it just because that's, you know, I don't, we don't need to talk about politics. Yeah, we're not know? an old man. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I know we pay attention enough to enough politics to know how to vote, know when to vote, know who to vote for, you mm-hmm. know, according to what you think is right in that moment and stuff like that, you know. But him and I were like, we we, we agreed not to ask any political questions because yeah. we just don't want to get into any disagreements, you know, because disagreements can lead to arguments and things like that. And if conversation leads to argument, I'm a very firm believer you don't even have the conversation. Yeah. And so, um, but I've uh, we were talking and I said, yeah, you know, He's like, he's like, well, political questions, like, you know, do, are you pro-life or pro-choice? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, pro-life. But I wasn't willing to say it, mm. you know, because we're like, we're in a really long elevator ride up to like, you know, and it was like, it was only like one floor up, but it was like, I'm like, can this elevator take any lot longer, you know? Yeah. And like, I was kind of embarrassed about it afterwards because I'm like, you know, I should be, you know, I claim to be, you know, like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm pro-life, which I am. I'm pro-life. I'm, you know, you know, conservative, like all these things. You know, and yeah, I don't need to get into political. He's like, well, what's your opinion on trans rights? And then he's like, and then he's like, what's your opinion on this? And what's your opinion on this? Obviously, Gene, jokingly, but I'm like, the because I was like, what's your opinion on trans rights? I'm like, well, I'm like, I could try and get into a biblical conversation about this, but it's going to turn political really quickly, so I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Then he's he, like, he doesn't want to talk politics, but he wants to ask those questions. Right. He was like jokingly say it though. Like these are the jokingly questions you'd ask yeah. if you want to get into a political question. He's like, well, are you pro-life or pro-choice? And in that moment I could have been like pro-life and then be like, you know, let's talk about it. You know, why mm-hmm. am I pro-life? You know, but then there's also the, the same aspect of it is like, you got to know what you, you're talking about though. Cause yeah. you don't want to get in a conversation and be like, uh, you know, eh, I'm not prepared for this. Not totally prepared for it. And so, you, you know, so like there's part of it that like, but that's where I sit there and I go like, you know, well, you know, that's my excuse for that conversation is I wasn't prepared for it. But yeah. I now know that he's thinking those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So like I, I should be prepared for next week, you yeah. know. And so just thinking like how to, how to prepare for that, you know. And so so like I guess that's a, you know, open eyes on the air question, you know. How do you do, you know, in situations like that with like being prepared and being like what's your opinion on that? Like do you think you need to – you know, like the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like beings, how spiritually prepared do you think that we need to be at all times? Yeah, that's a, that's a very deep question. <laughs> it is a very good question, but that is like, is that a Wallace and Jamie question? Yeah, that's like a Wallace Jamie <laughs> question, but no, it is, <laughs> you should be prepared. Right. I don't think you can be fully prepared for any situation. Right. I, th- I do agree with that. But as long as you're, like, in the word, mm-hmm. 
you're prepared for most situations. Yeah. It's like you can, you're reading all the time. You're starting to memorize it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like someone asks you a question. It's just like a scripture will come to your head. And it's like, oh man, like, well, this is why I believe this because the Bible clearly says says that. Yeah. Yeah, If you want to argue against the Bible, you're, you got to argue with God at Mm -hmm. that point. Yeah. And that's that's the same point of like, if you want to jump into an argument, I'm not going to have the conversation with you. You know, like your belief is this, this is my belief. Mm -hmm. You know? I know enough about your belief, but look into mine. Yeah. You know, prove me wrong. Yeah. Come to me. And that's the thing is like, if you want to prove me wrong, don't try and fight me right now Mm -hmm. because we're going to get into an argument. That's not worth having a conversation. But if you want to have an actual intellectual, intellectual conversation with me next week, come back to me and prove me wrong. Yeah. You know, but you say that you need to be prepared to hold your stance the Mm -hmm. next week, you know? And so I think you said that good. It's like, you know, staying in the word and staying, you know, mentally prepared for kind of all situations. And so, like, I've been, a, you know, I've been honestly impressed with, like, pastors. I mean, I guess that's part of their job is to know, the, know the you know, the word inside and out. But, like, yeah. Pastor Cliff and Pastor Jamie can, like, just, you know, Philippians 4, 7 says, you know, and they quote it word yeah. for word. That is very impressive. I'm yeah. Gonna, I wish I had that. Like, yeah, like, same here. Ability to just be like, well, I could give you, like, <laughs> my version of a scripture. Right. But I really can't, like, there's some scriptures I can and some that I can't. I can't just, like, full on be like, this is, like, Job 4-7. Right. Here it is. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm the same way. Like, you know, I mean, there's a certain scriptures you all know, like Philippians 4 through 13. I can mm-hmm. do all things through Christ. It strengthens me. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. You know, um, Psalms 46-10-B, I think, is be still know that I'm God, you know. Yeah. Um and so it's just, and so like there's, there's certain, you know, scriptures that we just know, you know, that, you know, that way, but like, um, like one of the, you know, but I, I think knowing, you know, when you read it, right. Like, I think there's a, there's a knowledge to, in a, in a good solid basis to knowing the reference. Yeah. But I think knowing the context is more important than knowing the reference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, if I can, you know, like, you know, what's your favorite scripture verse? Well, I can't, I don't know where it's from, but it says, do, you know, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Yeah. Pretty sure it's in Deuteronomy or Joshua. I don't know. <laughs> so it's somewhere in there. Um, but like, I'm pretty sure it's Deuteronomy, but, um, but like, you know, something, but I, I think like having those moments, you know, cause in those moments when you're like, you know, when you are reading the scripture and someone's like, I'm struggling with this mm-hmm. and then. You know, in that moment, you're praying the Lord will bring back a scripture to your mind. Yeah. You know, and I think it's eventually good to know, like, yeah, like in you know the you know the word you know the word of God says da 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 da. You know, well, where do I find it? Well, let's look up that together. Like, yeah. let me, you know, let me look that up for you real quick. You know, let me find direct them back to the word. You know, and in that context, you know, I think context of scripture is really good too. You yeah. know, knowing like you know the, like as Jamie always says, you <laughs> you know, therefore. What does therefore mean? Jamie, mm-hmm. one of the Jamie things that I always remember Jamie would ever preach, there's a scripture that says, therefore, you have to go back. Yeah. You can't just start in the middle. Mm-hmm. You have to go back and read the context of it, you know? And so. Um, yeah, that is that is a very good point. I, I agree with that. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's so many guys at my work that'll, like, take a little bit of scripture mm-hmm. and be like, well, the Bible says that. And then it's like, well, if you go, like, two verses back and then read from there on. Right you'll see what the context of that is and you're like just twisting it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that take scripture out of context, you know, like, you know, <laughs> the you know, Bible says, if your eye causes you to sin, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Mm-hmm. Does he literally mean if your eye causes, if you, if you like commit adultery, rip your eyes out? Yeah. 
No, but that's the gravity of it, mm-hmm. you know. Or is it gravity or the right word? I don't know. It's the the heaviness of it, yeah. you know. And so I think there's a lot of people that take scripture out of context all the time. Like, you know, I had a friend of mine who's like, you know, you know, he'll get drunk off his butt and he's like, Well the the, the Bible says get you know, drink wine and be merry. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean get drunk. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um I was actually talking to you know Alex Goolidge. Sounds he's, familiar. He's uh, one of our south our downtown students. He was talking to me the other day. He goes, "Yeah, he's like I have a friend of mine who um he uh he he curses. He's a Christian, well-known Christian. Like he's you know he's in the Bible every day, reads his, like reads his devotion, but he curses like crazy." Mm-hmm. He goes, "Well, the Bible doesn't say I can't curse." He just says, "It says don't take the Lord's name in vain and don't use um uh what's the word um." I don't know, like obscene, you know, like foolishness, basically. Yeah. yeah, and so he's like, well, as long as I don't take the Lord's name in vain, and I don't say like, like f you, basically, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm got to make this podcast explicit, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, basically, if you don't say like those really, really bad cuss words, you know, then the the smaller ones are fine, you know. Um, and like, you know, and so I'm like, but that's again taking it out of context, you know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that do take things out of context, you know, and so, um, but you know, there's just you know, um. I think knowing the scriptures and doing that kind of stuff, and I'll be honest with you, you know, like there's sometimes I don't read the Bible and I, I'm like, ah, I'm fine, you know. Yeah. I think I've shared this and, you know, there, there's, you know, I've shared this in our couple Bible studies and things like that. I've shared it with students. Like, I'm like, I work for a church. Mm-hmm. Seven days, you know, it's not, not seven days a week. Sometimes, sometimes it's seven days a week, but, you know, five days a week, I'm, you know, Sunday service is one of my, do- one of my days of work is Sunday service. Yeah. Another day of work is tag. I'm in a service at there. Another mm-hmm. day of work is Wednesday night. I have youth services, youth rehearsals. I have all these things I'm surrounded by where I'm constantly hearing preaching. I'm constantly in worship, constantly doing all these things. I'm in Bible studies. I'm doing all these things that are my job. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I, I worship today. I listen to the pastor preach. I'm fine. I don't need to do my own, you know, you know, own, own, you know, Bible study. And I was actually talking to a student and he's like, well, I don't do, I don't do, um, Small, like, uh, not small group time, um, like devotions. I don't do my personal, personal time with the Lord. Um, I don't do that on Sundays or Wednesdays because I have church and youth at night. And so he's like, I have, I have Sunday church and I have youth on Wednesdays, so I don't need to do my, my personal devotions. Mm-hmm. Quiet time. Like, that's the word I'm looking for, quiet yeah. time. And I'm like, he's like, is that incorrect or is that correct? He's like, where's that a gray area? He's like, because I feel like there's no gray areas. It's only absolutes, yes or no. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I think it's your 50-50 on that. Yeah, I think there's some some areas that are okay to be in a gray area, but I think there's yes, there's a lot of yes or no's, you know. Yeah. And so I told myself, well, I said, consider having a conversation with your family. I said, you know, I said, do you need to, I said, if you only saw your family on Sundays and Wednesdays, you know, I said, do you, you know, only have conversations with them on, you know, do you, you don't like, you know, you don't see your, you, you have like your big whatever. So I'm like, you said, so I'm like, do you, do you talk to them every single day or do you have days you just don't talk to them? I'll see you tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, I talk to my mom, you know, all, all the time. Like I said, okay, same kind of concept, you yeah. know? You know, I said, you know, and I'm not, I told him, I'm not trying to be hypocritical. I said, there's times I'm like, the only time I pray during the day is to bless the food. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, some days I don't even do that, bro. It's right. Like, yeah. You know, and that's just, I think this is the raw, nitty gritty of it you know i'm not perfect you're not perfect you know and there's of course there's days i'm like ah, oh, it should be better at this you know but like mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of like oh i'll just do it tomorrow you know i'll do it later yeah you know and so 
my biggest ones, everybody's like, just get up early. I'm like, ah, oh, me and getting up early don't don't happen. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I'll get home. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got to do this for my work. I do got to do homework. I have all these things that I have to do. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, realistically, there's times I can probably not be doing something, you know, and, mm-hmm. and take time to just read and pray and, you know, read just a chapter, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so. <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest struggle right now is like getting in the word. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It's been a struggle lately because I'm like, I get home from work go to the gym, I go home, I sit around, and it's like, mm-hmm. I need to, like, get in the Word, but then I just sit on my phone, yeah, and I just start scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, and then I'm like, it's 9.30, I'm like, I got to shower, go to bed, and be at work the next morning at Run. 7. Yeah, and you're just like, well, I'll, I'll just be I'll fine. be like, oh, I'll, just, I'll do it later, and then I never get to it. Yeah. And, like, I got a guy at work who's really encouraging me right now, because he'll go to his vehicle mm-hmm. on lunch break, and just, like, we have an hour lunch break, and he'll eat read his word, mm-hmm. get in the Bible. And I'm like, bro, I need to start doing that. Cause yeah, it's like, that's good. Gets you through the day. It does, you know, taking the time to just be still, I think is, you know, and you know, it's fun. Cause I'm like, you know, I, I sit there, I'm like, yeah, you know, just taking the time to just slow down, you know, and just, you know, taking the time to just be with him and having that conversation, you know, cause yeah. like I was, talking to a friend of mine today we went to lunch and he was like you know he's like i you know i teach sunday school lessons i'm teaching wednesday night bible studies and he's i'm in the word you know doing apologetics and you know i'm i'm studying and i'm 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 reading every single day and all these other stuff he said i started to realize that i wasn't getting fed Mm -hmm. you know he's like you're in there and you're all the time you know he said but you're not feeding yourself you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so like you're in there and you're studying for stuff and you're preparing stuff and like you know but then you're not feeding yourself, you yeah. know. You think you're feeding yourself because you're, but you're not. You're not reading it for yourself. You're reading it for the aspect of like, what can I teach someone in this? How can I prepare this for someone else? But you're not reading it as what can I to get out of this, you mm-hmm. know. And so there's a lot of preachers that do that. They'll when they're preparing for the sermon prep, they will, you know, they'll see something out of that and it hits them, you know, and stuff like that. But like, I think there's a lot of, you know truth to the fact of like, you know, when you're preparing things for that, you know, you're really not taking the time to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, not saying anything to the pastors of this church or any other church. I'm sure they, you know, very much hundred percent confident that they take, you know, have their quiet times and, and things as such. And, you know, I think they all look different. You know, I think everybody's quiet times look different. Like you said, your friend does it in his truck, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing is you got to find something that works. You know what I'm saying? And so like for me, everybody's like, well, get up early. Well, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. You know, getting out of bed early is just not a thing. You know, it can be, you know, it can be easy, easily to get out of bed early every day, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm up till midnight almost every night. There isn't, I, I, I spent a lot of time doing the working and just doing stuff like that, but there is plenty of time I could just take time and just, even if you just read one chapter, just, yeah. just read one chapter and get it, you know? And so I think there's a concept I have to get into my own head is like, you know, I got friends of mine that they read the Bible in a year. And they, mm-hmm. just, they just push through it, power through. And it's great because they're taking time to read and they're really getting things out of it. And they're, you know, it's being whatever. They're not not just checking off the list, you know, like, um, buddy, but of our, you know, Grant. Yeah. You know, he he's read through the Bible in a year multiple times. Yeah. You that know. man is, I got some respect for him. <laughs> right. hundred percent. You like know, we've gone out and hung out and like stayed up all night and then he'll be up at like the sunrise reading his Bible. Right. You know, but he's not doing The cool thing about him is he's not doing it to check off a list. Yeah. He's, he's doing, doing it because he, wants he to. loves to do it. Yeah. And so like, I think that's the, you know, I was went to up the, the standard mm-hmm. coffee shop up in the villages and he was talking about that. He said, yeah, he said, you know, he said his daughter didn't, did her first year plan. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and he said a lot of it was just like, oh. he's like, because sometimes I get like the book of numbers, you know, so and so, but got so and so, but got so and so, but got so and so. Sometimes you just power through those, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's like, but there, he, she's like, she's now just in a hidden, hidden revelation, and she's now seeing the connections throughout the whole story, and she's mm-hmm. like, I can't wait to start it over. Yeah. Because then once you start over again, you're gonna read through it and be like, you know, it's the same thing, but it's like it's like I totally say, it's anytime you go see a movie, right? You know, I said I go see the movie for the first time. I I said if I go if I see a movie more than once, I said the first time I go see it, it's just it's awesome. You see everything. I said I go back and see it the, the second time. If it was a really really awesome movie, I go back and see it a second time. When I go back to see it the second time, I'm watching it again just yeah. to have that same experience again. Anytime that I watch it after that, I'm going to watch the details I missed. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's always things you miss in a movie. You know. Yeah. And so you're going to watch the details and be like, oh, I saw a YouTube video where it said, you know, like. You know, oh, did you see this part in the video movie? And I'm like, oh, I didn't, that's doesn't, that's not there. And then you watch that moment. Oh, mm-hmm. there it is. You know, and so you could watch. You know, <laughs> the only movie I've ever seen, I, I saw Thor Ragnarok seven times in the theater. Dang, you watched it that many times. That many times, but it was because I went with. I didn't go by myself. I went with multiple people every time that hadn't seen it yet. I'm like, it's it was such a good movie that I went multiple times. It, you give me the face. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a fantastic <laughs> movie, but it was like. It was a good movie, and yeah. so I went multiple times, you know, and so, like, but at that, again, like I said, by by movie three, I'm going with just me with his experience hanging out with friends, and I'm watching the details. Yeah. You know, I said, I said that's why it says it's called the living word of God, you know, tying Thor Ragnarok to the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's what we do here on this podcast. Heck yeah, dude. You know, um, I think that's just one of the awesome things about that is it's, it's called the living word of God. You could read the same verse every day for a week, and you're going to get something different out of it every single day. Yeah. You know, and so, um, you know, that doesn't mean that's not tying it into, you know, but like, that's why, that's why I try and just, I need to start pushing out the one chapter a day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my thing is that and prayer. Like if you don't pray. Oh, hundred percent. You're, you're not going to get anything, bro. Like you could sit there and read it and you'll Mm -hmm. get something out of it. But like, yeah, prayer is a big part in that. Yeah. You know, I've been trying to do more praying than just like, thank you Lord for the food, you know, amen, you know. And, like, actually taking time to pray about situations to go, like, you know, hey, this kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel bad, but that's, like, my biggest thing is, like, I pray, but it's always, like, kind of just, like, a, oh, thanks for the food. Uh, mm-hmm. Be with everyone on the prayer list. And then yeah. it's, like, I never really start praying, praying until, like, something impacts my life. Right. And then it's, like, my mom, when I was younger, she was in the hospital for a couple months. And, mm-hmm. like, at that point, I was, like, praying every day. I was, like, like hey. Yeah. Whatever it is, if it's something I did, take it away. Forgive me. I don't know, dude. Like, if it's something in mm-hmm. my life, my parents' life, like, just heal her. Yeah. And then it's like, once she got better, I was like, I prayed for a little bit longer, and then it kind of just like went back to like, oh, thanks yeah. for the thanks for the food and yeah, be with all the sick people. Yeah, we talked about that at South Youth a couple weeks ago. About is uh, is it Santa Jesus, Doctor Jesus, or I can't remember the other one. Um, uh, there's a third one. I can't remember what the third one was, but like. You know, only pray to God when you need something, you know, like mm-hmm. need, need healing. Only yep. pray to God when you want something, you know, like, my Lord, <laughs> help me pass this test. Thanks. You yeah. know, and so like, you know, and then, and then, but do you do, or do you pray to God in every situation, you know, every situation, no matter yeah. what. And, and, you know, and one of the things I've been trying to do is I, I, I trying to just have conversations, you know, mm-hmm. like, God, this sucks. You know, this yeah. really is just not, you know, I'm walking through some situations that I won't talk on the podcast, but you and I have, yeah, were yeah. talking about a little bit earlier, you know, and just like, there's moments I'm like, God, you know, 
help me see like am mm-hmm. i am i actually doing something wrong in this situation or am i am i right am i wrong yeah. am i indifferent you know what is the situation with this you know and you know and i think that there's you know some honesty in that you yeah. know and praying that way the you crazy know. thing is, like, the peace you feel after that, dude. Oh, 100%. Dude, it just, like, waves over you. It's such yeah. a good feeling. Like, last year, I was going through, like, I had, like, a bunch of people I knew were passing on from mm-hmm. COVID. People I was really close with. And then, like, to top it off, my grandma mm, was I going downhill. That. And I was at a ballpark game watching one of the little kids from my church because he wanted me there. Mm-hmm. And I got a call from my dad, like, hey, like, today might be the day she – like goes and I was like I just walked off and went to my car and I sat there and prayed and I was like bro it's bad when you're like praying like that you're like bro like listen bro, God, yeah. like whatever the situation is this was my prayer I was like whatever the situation is you're still God mm-hmm. I'm like if you take her you're still God if you spare her you're still God mm-hmm. I'm like whatever you want to do it's your will yeah I'll still love you either way and then like the feeling after that Bro, it mm-hmm. was just like a wave, like a breeze just came by and just like peace fell upon me. And I was like, dang, dude, that's, yeah, that's that's that deep stuff right there that like you could talk about, but like you really don't know it until you go through it. Like 100%. you hear it Sunday morning at church and be like, oh man, like, you know, you pray and you'll feel the weight of the earth come off of you, mm-hmm. but you really don't know what it is until you go through it. Until that's you like, experience Whoa, it, yeah. that's a crazy feeling. Because, and the realisticness of it is like, you don't even have to go through that heavy of a situation to mm-hmm. feel that feeling. Yeah. It's your willingness to let go mm-hmm. of the situation and to, you know, it's, there's actually a fun song I listen, I listen to. It's called Let Go and Let God. Yeah. You know, and that's what I think you just did there. You know, you let him just, you know, as you said, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. I can't control the situation. And that's one thing I like telling these guys. I have a youth at South, at South that his um he's got some wrong family issues and he's got you know people moving in with it in in with him and I'm not gonna give any more detail about that you know but he's just like I don't feel like I have any privacy I just da 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 and so I'm like we're trying to give him situations like you know like hey you don't you could you know you don't have a, a room right now so mm-hmm. go outside yeah go for a walk you know just get away from the situation but so I'm like I said one thing I like to say is and it's it's true for my own life and I really try and taught walk the practice what i preach mm-hmm. i think is what i say i don't I, um but it's the uh you know you can't change always change the circumstance you're in yeah but you can always change your perspective on the circumstance mm-hmm. you know and so and um it's kind of cool like i said having those those peace moments you know for you it was that moment in the baseball field for me it was a it was a sunday morning and wasn't even a similar situation, you know, mm-hmm. on the grand scale scale of things, you know, everybody's mountains are different, right, yeah. you know, and so, like, to me, you know, but when I look back at it, like, my mountain wasn't as big as that mountain, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't losing a loved one, I wasn't doing anything like that, it was just a situation where I was really wanting something to happen, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't going to happen, and it ended up didn't happening, you know, yeah. you know, spoilers, but, you know, saying, like, it was just, but it just... I wasn't sure it was going to happen and anything of that such. And it just, it was just like, I was sitting there and I was headed to South Campus that Sunday morning. And I just like, you know, I was just like, you know, just struggling. I'm just, I need to listen to music. Normally I like, I go on Spotify and add songs to cute. Like I want to listen to these five songs because, you know, like 25 minutes out of four or five songs, you know, usually you're finishing the last songs you're walking in kind of thing. And so, so I'm driving to South Campus. I'm just putting on shuffle and it's a 35 and a half, 35 hour playlist. Mm-hmm. That I'm just listening to, just yeah. like whatever, just putting on, you know, it's it's a random song, 
And I don't, like I said, I've talked about this a couple times on the last couple episodes about how I don't think that, you know, it's theologically correct to say that the Lord, like, went into the Spotify algorithm and picked songs to, like, play, you know, but I fully believe that he used those songs, right? Oh, yeah. And so I'm about to share the same song I just shared with um, on on the podcast with Sean, but a song called Clean to the Call. Yeah. And the song says, I was walking in old water just a week ago, not even a care in the world just a day ago. I'm not sure what... Not sure what happened, but all of a sudden I saw the I saw the crashing waves all around me, and, and once again I had to choose to put my eyes back on you. And you said, cling to the call, cling to the peace that guards your heart, cling to the promise that though you stumble, you won't fall. I will uphold you now, just trust me with all. Just look at me, and I will lead you as you cling to the call. And it says, and it keeps going to say, I, I could stand without wavering just an hour ago. I could not deny you even a moment ago. And he says, I'm not sure what happened, but three times denied you. Once again, I have to put, I have to choose to put my eyes back on you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting there and it's like, so it's like just a week ago, I, I was here, you know, just an hour ago, I was here just a moment ago. I was, I couldn't deny you. I couldn't even, but it's like, but that's the the cool part about that ties into the, you know, story of like, you know, Peter denied, you know, Jesus three times, yeah. you know, like Jesus, like, oh, I couldn't die. I couldn't deny you. I couldn't deny you. But then three times I denied him, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that clearly ties into what you know we're talking about, but I really like that part of the song where it says, "One second I have to choose to put my eyes back on you." Yeah, you know, in that moment, like you can stay in the mud as long as you want. You know, the Lord's got you know right there to He's got His hand ready to pick you up, but He's not going to pick you up unless you you're willing to let Him pick you up. You know. Yeah. And so, I know. we grew up in a old school Baptist church. So I grew up on like very like Southern. Is gospel. that the ball brothers? Yeah, bro. Let's go. But the song, sometimes he calms the storm. Mm. That song right there got me through some stuff, right? Yeah. There. I'm not going to lie. Cause the course of it's like, sometimes he calms the storm. Sometimes he calms his child. Mm-hmm. Dude, I ain't going to lie. That's, um, that's well, some truth to that. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't even know if you were here for that time at J mud. Do you remember J mud? I, I was only here for the Jamie weathers. I came Jamie in like was. right when Jamie started. Okay, so you did you you've heard of J Mud though? Yeah, I've heard okay. of J Mud. So I heard of J Mud. So I was around when J Mud was teaching back in back before Wegman. Mm. Like J Mud brought Wegman in, so yeah. like I was in that time that transition period there. And I remember during the I don't there's a, it's kind of funny there's like you, you listen to all these sermons and things like that and you there's only you you remember bits and pieces of everything you don't mm-hmm. like you know I can't tell you what you know Pastor Cliff taught three weeks ago you know I could probably go find it you know yeah. but like. You know, there's certain moments that, you know, you listen to, and, and he was showing me a picture. Of, he put up a picture of a hurricane. And he goes, because, like, you know, he's like, he says, he goes, he's on the outside of the hurricane. It's, you know, it's rain, thunder, lightning. But he said, the closer you get to the, he said, this, but then you go, the, the, it's the center of the hurricane. It's the eye of the storm. Mm-hmm. It's the calmest part of the whole storm, you know. He said, but as you get get to the calmest part of the whole storm, he said, the str- the storms get stronger and stronger and stronger. And he said that that, that, that hurricane in your life is that situation. The eye of the storm is where Jesus wants you to be, he, and that's where He's taking you. Yeah, it's 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 pure whatever you know, but the closer you get to where God wants you to be, the stronger the storms in your life are going to hit you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's the and so I, I remember that clearly this, this this day. You know, that like that's where I you know I, again don't know if it's theological or not, but like I've always felt like okay, like I'm heading in the right direction. If 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 what I'm doing is I feel like God's calling me this direction, and you know, I feel like this is where God wants me to go, and it's easy to get there. Yeah. Then is it really like the right direction? You know, is it comfortable? Is it easy? You know, I remember David Mormon uh, always talked about 
not being comfortable mm-hmm. and not being, you know, looking how to make your, not, you know, don't make people uncomfortable, but being comfortable in situations like just being like, oh, you know, like, you know, and so, um, but like being in that situation is like, okay, if you, if you're comfortable and you feel like, you know, dad wants you to work at Taco Bell for the rest of your life, you yeah. know, so like, all right, well, I'm comfortable and easy, but like, you know, I feel like God wants you to go this direction. Okay, well, in order to go that direction, it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really tough. And the closer you get to it, the harder it's going to be. Yeah. But once you get to it, that's when the peace hits, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, you know, that's really fun. And I think that's re- really powerful. To, I think mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the most things that I remember from Jay's preaching was just that, you know. And mm-hmm. that, you know, like I so said, there's moments in your life that you have that just hit you yeah. harder, you know. And I think that's, that. I think you, you put it so perfectly with the, you know, no matter what the situation, you know, you're still God. Yeah. You're still God in the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a song. It's an, We're talking about old school songs. There's a song called Same God, you yeah. know. There's a, there's a newer version called Same God. We do it at church. Enjoy it. Look it up. You know, it's fun. But there's an old school song, and um, I can't remember who it's by, but um, he talked about it. He said that, he said, I live in a small town. He said, you got a church on, on basically every corner kind of thing. He said that, but it, he said, a one church, he said, it's a funeral. Worst day of someone's life, he said. And just on the block, he said, you hear wedding bells. He said, it's the best person, best day of someone's life. Yeah. He said, it's just a block away. He said, the fact is, he says, you're the same God in every single situation. Whether it's the worst day or the best day, you are the same God. Yeah. You know. And so I think that's really, you know, powerful. And there, you know. um, Yeah, no, it's just the, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up another song that I just, I'm just thinking of all these uh we're talking about storms, and there's a song called "Middle of My Storm," called "The Clark Family." There, if you're into, if you like that older Southern gospel style, the Clark mm-hmm. family is really good, you know. But this "Middle of My Storm" says, um, "I've been there the lowest of times. I've had questions in my mind. I've been scared, but I know that I have a Savior. He knows right where I am, and He hears my prayers. In the midst of all my of all the problems and the burdens of this life, I will call upon the One who can get me through the night. So I say, Lord, hold my hand in the middle of my storm." When I'm sinking down, Lord, help me to stand. When the waves are cr- when the waves are crashing around, may I keep my eyes on you, because Lord, you're the only one who can help me get through the middle of my storm. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, that was one of the songs I was, I, you know, that it's it's such a fan favorite for me, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's some some deep stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> think you just you, you can continue to dig deep. Yeah, and we dig. can talk about this for hours. Oh yeah, you know, personal life and stuff like that. And I know so. this one's going pretty long too, so I'm gonna wrap it up with a lighter thing. Okay. Um, lately at work, we've been talking about flat Earth or round Earth, bro. What are you, a flat Earther or a round Earther? Hundred <laughs> percent round Earther. I don't know, dude. They're whipping out scriptures now at work. Oh, <laughs> I think that goes back to taking things out of context. I don't know, dude. We'll see. This has been our debate. Okay. We've worked so much with this storm. This past storm, I worked like 127 hours. <laughs> we got so bored of just talking about work, we started like debating flat earth and round earth, and some guy pulled up a scripture. Oh, let's see, Job 38, 14. The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Okay. Yeah, so debate that one. <laughs> well... I, I, as I said earlier, conversations that may turn into an argument are not worth having. No, so. it's not an argument. It is a very <laughs> theological, <laughs> philosophical debate. Yeah. Well, are you saying you want to debate me on this podcast? No, not right now. But I I just wanted, this, that's I wanted, another episode. I wanted your thoughts on it. No, I, I mean, I think I'm a round, round Earth guy. I'm a, I'm a round Earth guy, too. They're yeah. also saying we didn't go to the moon 
We're not going to talk about that. You believe we didn't go? No, I believe we did. Okay, good. 100% we believe we did. Okay, good. I was about to say, I will have <laughs> You'll this find, debate yeah. right now. <laughs> right, yeah. No, I 100% believe we did. You know? I don't know. I, uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> I love how we just took a hard laugh for this conversation. Yeah, we really did. It was getting <laughs> really deep. And then I was like, well, we got to lighten this up a little bit. That is the Calvin way, though. It, I'm not going to lie. It really is. That there, there have been moments that I'm like, when I, so... We did. I led a Bible study back with Dustin a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and you were part of that. You were there every single week. Yeah, and I would always count on you. I actually started to lean on you a little bit because it was in the beginning. It was. It was. I'll be. On, I'll be honest here. I was a little like, really, like we're we're in the middle of a deep conversation. You just started like dropped a joke here, and then like I'm like, but then as we as we like we kept on going, and you kept on doing it. I kept starting to lean on you for that. Well, like, I have a mad like a method to this madness. Mm. It's like. I would tell it was starting to get too deep. Yeah. And I could tell people were starting to get either, like, agitated or something. So I just had right. to throw a joke in there. Oh, yeah, to just lighten the mood. Because there was one. I remember we were going through Ephesians, and that's where you get into the whole debate. Predestination yes. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, we're not going to name any names on here or anything of that such. But we had just, you know, I was really worried about that one. Like, that was the one I went to. I literally went to lunch with, like, every pastor on staff. Cliff, David Mormon, Jamie. You know, Stephen, um, uh, Jamie, you know, I think mm-hmm. I already said Jamie. Well, again, just like, just like, went to like every pastor, Dathan, R- Steve Rippy, like all these people going, what do you think of this? You know, I, I'm about to go teach on a subject I am not even for sure on myself at, you know. Yeah. And so like, and um, knowing that there's people that believe one way hardcore, there's people that believe another way hardcore, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and so I'm like what do I do here? And so anyways, and so I'm like, and one person said it the best was just preach the gospel Yeah. in the midst of all of it. Don't debate, preach the gospel. And we were in that, and I remember you like, we were, it started to get a little heated and you dropped a joke and I'm like, ah, oh, thanks Calvin. Save yeah. the day. Yeah. You know? No, I went on vacation with some friends of mine and they got into the very deep predestination conversation, the whole vacation. Oof. I ate a whole box of like oatmeal cream pies by myself because I was so bored. <laughs> like they would argue for like hours. Well, not argue, debate for hours. It was yeah. three of them, and like they turned around. They're like, "Bro, where's the oatmeal cream pies at?" And I'm like, "Gone." I was like, "My bad. I, I may have <laughs> ate all those." This was such an interesting conversation. I was like, "Ooh, man, yeah, I got got hungry." Yeah, right. No, I um, yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. I've seen people into debates and just like ah. Like, you know, I'm not a big debate guy. Yeah. You know, I got in a debate with Grant. We were talking about Grant earlier. Dang. We were, we were coming back. It was me. It was supposed to be a guy's weekend. I had like six guys going. It was Colton and Dustin and me and Grant. And I think there was like two or three people who were going. And like everyone backed out except for me, Dustin, and Grant. Mm-hmm. And so we had already gotten the place. It was like Airbnb. And it was one of those we couldn't cancel now. So we like, we already spent all the money. And so it was like, we're, we were supposed to be spending like two hundred dollars a person, but now we're spending like five hundred dollars a person. Dang, dude! And so it's just like it was. I mean, it was like three or four hundred, but still, it was a lot more money than we expected to pay. But we're like, well, we can't take the place back now, so like, we're going, you know. And so, anyway, so we went up there and we we're coming back. And Grant and I got it was during COVID and the whole vaccine time and the whole conversation. And he, him and I got into a, like an hour long debate on whether or not you should get the vaccine or not. And we're gonna end it on that one because I don't want to getting anybody riled up on anything but like Dang, dude. it was just it was just one of those things and be like hey, he had his what his point i had my point and we just you know yeah i'm not good at debating but that was the one thing is i just like it was it was kind of riling grant up and if he listens to this i hope he remembers this conversation because uh, him and i talked about like a year later and we're like do you remember like because now he agrees with me yeah you know on the point of it and um but i'm just like he's like because he was just like i was like no no 
Like I am hundred percent factual that I know what this, this is what I believe. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't need it. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know. This is it. Da, da, da. It's just like, but what about this? I don't care. What about this? I don't know. And he's yeah. like, that was my answer. He's just like, give me more. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't debate people, you know? Yeah. And so, I just sit on my phone. It's pretty bad. Like, I'll start a debate, and then I'm like, I'm tired of this. And I'll just, like, pull my phone out and just sit there. <laughs> and it makes people so mad, but I'm like, it ends an argument pretty quick. Yeah. And yeah, that's why, that's why I don't choose to debate people because, you know, usually they're, like, super solid in their ways. And I'm like, I don't, you know. There's a lot of things that are just like, I'm like, I believe it because I believe it. That's the end of it, you know. I'm sure I need to be able to have more, you know, solid whatever there, but... I believe because I believe, and that's the end of it. Yes, sir. You know that's just uh, just how it, how it is, how I am, how it's gonna be, and so yeah. So today's been a really deep yeah. podcast. We got into like some deep stuff, unlike last week. Yeah, last week was just like last week we just started talking, and, then <laughs> and it, it basically turned into like a hangout session. It really did. We tried to go deep for about ten seconds. Yeah, we tried, and then we started it talking just, about Top Gun. Oh yeah, and then the Duke boys and. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of nonsense last week, but yeah. we made it up this week. We did. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed Calvin me on the podcast. It's been a fun. I enjoy you, man. We're, you're you're like a brother to me, so I appreciate you being on here, and we'll get you on again soon. Heck yeah, hit that BBC music, baby. Oh, yeah. That British Broadcast Network, baby. Yeah.